of a day it is. It's because of the weather. But like I said, today it looks cold. It's cold. As you can see, I got I got the Falcons little beanie on. Um and man, Kels is here. Jamie's trying to join in and I'm still I'm still throwing everything around because like I said, it's a beautiful morning. I just got off interviews with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I uh I was sending out the pictures to the fellas and um I got some I got some sound from those interviews that we'll play throughout the the show. Um it is really cool. I mean, it's that's why it's so beautiful. It's not just I I got to talk to uh Jamar Chase and, and sat in an interview with Joe Burrow. Who are going to the Super Bowl? Jamar Chase, it's his rookie year, obviously. Joe Burrow's there for the second time. And um, it, it's just an awesome experience. And the Bring It In show, though we're not on every single day, so we're going to try to get you as much info for the Super Bowl today. And then, I mean, maybe we'll post some things throughout the week because we have all access now we we didn't make the trip out to la but it's um it's all right we'll bring you what we can from the virtual side because ever since for the past couple years everything has evolved into virtual you see us here every day we're on and i mean you you see us you hear us and we're not all in the same studio, so I mean, it's uh, it's a fun Super Bowl week, and I'm pumped. We only have a couple more uh, six, seven days left, depending on how you count. I always, I never know how anybody actually counts um, their days. I don't. I wouldn't count today. But I know some people would because it's so early in the morning. How you doing, Kels? Do I got you? Good, brother. All right, yes, sir. all right. How you doing? I, I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just I'm popping around. I probably should have. I may have gotten a little more um, action in the interview processes. I was thinking if I. Didn't shoot for the stars, but you know me, I went straight to wide receiver one and QB one's rooms. Yeah. I, I wasn't messing around with anybody else because I, I figured if I get a chance to talk to either of these guys or get any little, any type of info from them, then it might as well be those two. I'm trying to see what I got here. See the coverage. Um, as a receiver, sometimes you got to know what the quarterback's thinking. Um, and, you know, I, I happen to do that sometimes with Joe. Um, you know, when, whenever, you know, I may be, be, maybe be guessing um, on some coverages and he already knows what's going on, you know. Um, so it's just trying to find the same page as the quarterback um, and 
you know just making sure y'all y'all talking through it yeah see that's that's exclusive that's exclusive jamar chase uh right there coming coming to you from the bring it in show so i mean we could give you clips like that all day long yeah just listening listening i got it i got it rolling in one ear kind of but Hey, Glenn, did, did, did the, uh, anybody ask him about uh, his matchup against Jalen Ramsey this week? No, they didn't. And I was uh, – I mean, Joe Burrow, I, did, I didn't get a, a chance to ask him that question, but Joe Burrow talked more about the preparation. It's, uh, I just think uh, maybe as a quarterback, Joe Burrow is – he's ready for – interviews a little better than maybe chase uh chase is just ready to get on the football field but yeah i i didn't ask him about that but he was talking about how how they're just gonna they're gonna get out there and see what kind of looks that the rams are feel comfortable giving them because he said i mean throughout the league you see some teams feel comfortable uh single coverage on chase and i would think the rams would be that team with jalen ramsey um i'm sure they're gonna double team them with some hidden coverages at times but you would think that ramsey feels pretty confident about his his self against them but bro just said they they've worked on their plans they've prepared hard they've gone through practices and things and they're they're set up to attack however they need to um depending on if they want to if they want to double team chase then he said he's gonna have have one eye on t and uh, Boyd. So, I say that's he, his luxury. He's he, got he's got some other guys out there if if he can't find Chase. And at this point in the game, like who can cover Chase anyway, right? I, I don't expect him to be. I don't expect him to not get his opportunities. Yeah, you and I were actually talking about that a good amount um, recently about how. I mean, Chase just, he opens the field up. And and Burrow was talking about how he's got receivers that can play any any style of, uh, like, he's got a receiver that, that goes deep. He's got a receiver that goes across the middle. He said he's got a receiver for everything. But then, I mean, like you and I were talking, Jamie, I mean, Jamar Chase, he he can do anything. He can catch those short those short passes and make a bunch of people miss and turn that into an 80 yard touchdown. So, I mean, look at, and, and we also talk about how he's unselfish. So look, he'll go ahead and co- and pull two guys away. Yeah. And let these guys get open. And you know what you're going to find him doing? You're going to find him laying down blocks. Yeah. Cause that's what that guy does. He's a team player. He's a professional like that. He'll happy, happily take, uh, give up a few of his chances, let these other guys do something for him. Yeah. Because that'll I'm, open him up. Yeah. It's, uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm looking forward to a really good Super Bowl. Um, 
Cincinnati's getting prepared. Their mayor has already done what everybody in the world is asking. And when I say the world, I mean the world. Because in these interviews, I mean, I was sitting in the interview right next to somebody from Germany and Spain and Ireland. And supposedly Ireland is filled with Bengals fans. So, um... <laughs> people, people all over the world are waiting and anticipating this game. But the Cincinnati Public Schools ended up, and maybe it wasn't the mayor. I thought I saw that it was the mayor. But Cincinnati Public Schools have been canceled for Monday and Tuesday following the Super Bowl. Um they're just getting prepared. They don't want to they don't want to give the whole school in school suspension for missing a day on Monday. I mean, it's hard enough for us responsible gentlemen a, to get to work. Call it a snow day. Yeah, so I mean, I'm um Super pumped. We're going to jump back over to uh, those interviews in, in a second, and I'll let, let some of our listeners listen to them. Um, it was, it, it's cool. So we'll just be bringing you as much info. So stay tuned to our Facebook page because, man, it's, it's going to be a high-powered game no matter where you are. Um, I don't know if anybody watched, the, if either of you guys watched the Pro Bowl, just touch on it a little bit. Hopefully you had, if you were playing any daily games, you had Mark Andrews in your lineup because he was eating up and hopefully you had him in your uh, MVP spot. I did not have him in my MVP spot. I had Kyler Murray in my MVP spot. I felt like they were just going to let him, let him play a good amount, but... I ended up taking second place. First time I've ever finished that high in a daily. But, but, I don't think that many people knew that there was Pro Bowl daily fantasy going on. It seemed like it was a little emptier than normal. And, uh, but I doubled my money, so that that's always, that's always fun. I turned one dollar into two. Ha! Oh, man, nice work. Yeah. Come on. Like yeah, you got to. So, you know, you're going to need somebody to lean on, talk to, um, you know, just to check in and ask questions to. You know, that, that, that's the vets, older guys, um, even second year guys, you know, just ask questions. You know, you never know what they might tell you. You never know what the older guys might tell you when you're going into this situation so it, it, it just you always you always listen to those KG vets that may have been there with another team chase is chase is letting us know who were your wide receiver um influences that when you were young you went and watched their tape and it was just like i want to do what this guy's doing on the field yeah, that main person I was watching was Des Bryant. Um, you know, once I got to high school, that's when I started watching Stephon Diggs, you know, Tyler Boyd, 
uh, just watching you know a whole bunch of highlights on YouTube, you know, just checking people out. But Des Bryant was the main person. Hi, Jamar. All right. Did you hear that? Jamar Chase, he spent his time watching Des Bryant when he got to high school. It's crazy to think when he got to high school, he started watching Stefan Diggs and Tyler Boyd. Now he's playing with Boyd. <laughs> Stefan Diggs is killing it. You know, just hearing it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's going to come with a lot of hype right now. Um, just making sure I handle this game as the last game. Um, you know, just making sure we take care of business. That's the first thing first. Um, that's really it. Taking care of business. Jamar Chase. Taking care of business. Make sure that they do what they have to do in this first game. Man, it's like I'm telling you, it, it was it was cool being there, being part of this. Can you talk a little bit about the actual skill sets and how you guys blend together so well on the field? Yeah. Uh, you know, all the receivers have different traits. You know, we all play different. Um, we all have, you know, each a little bit of each other's skill sets, you know, within a mix. Um, so, you know, Everyone's game changes as they get older. So, you know, within uh, playing with those guys, you know, I've watched both of those guys play. Um, and Everyone's over time, you know, we're all getting better. Um, so, you know, we're growing together. So, that's nothing we more we can ask for. They're growing together. Yeah, man, they seem pretty relaxed. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll pop in to uh, Burroughs' uh jump over to Burroughs uh, podium in a bit and he's extremely relaxed too so I mean it, it's uh it's, it's they they're prepared they're getting on the jet right now heading to LA no, I not much proven that I need to do you know what I'm saying um, you know, I'm I'm not really worried about too much. You know, as long as I play my game, make sure that that you know no one's trying to take me out and distract me. So that's that's my main focus to make sure you know I'm doing my job. What did Jack Roach from WFUV? Hey Jamar, I don't know if you watched the Pro Bowl or got this question already, but what would you rate Mac Jones gritty? <laughs> uh. His his gritty wasn't too bad. Um, I'll give him a six, six point five, almost seven. Great, thank you. Next we'll go to Lucas Pino. So yeah, I mean just bouncing around. He was watching more of the Pro Bowl. I'm guessing than me because I missed. Mac Jones gritty. I hear this gritty all the time, and I I've seen guys do it, but I'm not a hundred percent sure how to do it. You know, go from. So I mean, I don't know. Can either of you guys do the gritty? It's not in my repertoire. Uh yeah. Uh, I have never tried to do the. Uh, it's called the gritty. Yeah. It's, I'm scared. Adam, yeah. Adam Schefter blew a knee out trying to do it, so I'm going to stay away from it. <laughs> Smart man. Be Carlton Herman with five. Yeah, so, I mean, with Super Bowl, it's Super Bowl week. What can we say? 
what'd you say? Did somebody say food? Because I am already thinking about everything I'm going to be eating on Super Bowl Sunday. Are you guys? Are you guys uh, planning on hooking anything up? What are you looking forward to the most? I know we probably talk about this every Super Bowl because I love food that much. Play for Cleveland. Um, so, anything? Anything yeah. you guys are looking forward to? Man, I haven't even put a menu together yet. Honestly, I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a game time decision on it. Oh, game time decision. I mean, I gotta be hooking up some some ribs, wings, and some kind of dip. Definitely thinking yeah, about some wings. The wings and the dip, man. It just goes well with the Super Bowl. Yeah, finger foods. You can't. You gotta be able to. Uh, kind of graze by a table real quick and and leave fulfilled. Uh, no, nah, I feel like so. Uh, that's the biggest difference for me. Oh. Oh. Gonzalo Fabri with no hug. BuzzFeed, you know, we're real listy type up there that I was pre-injury and... Oh, so I'm, I'm scooting around. Um... <laughs> My preparation isn't too different, um, you know. Right here. Um, no, nah, we don't really need any extra motivation. Um, we've been motivated this whole season, you know, coming into the season. Um, so, you know, we know that we don't, we don't dogs, you know, and we're not really worried about that. We just trying to make sure we place, you know, our, our best ball this game. Glenn Pierce. Hi, Jamar. Glenn Pierce from the Bring It In Show. Ooh, I just who's that guy? To ask you because you've you've played in big games, big situations. What are the differences going into the Super Bowl, the preparation for the Super Bowl, compared to the big games in college that you played in? Uh, preparation shouldn't be different. You know what I'm saying? Um, my preparation isn't too different. Um, you know, so, I mean, I don't think the preparation should be, is different at all. Okay. But I, I was hoping to get a little bit more out of them, even if it was these, just, uh, uh, just to say something about, I mean, the fact it's, I, I would picture the preparations got to be somewhat different. I mean, you're not sleeping in a dorm room or eating college food and stuff like that, but maybe, maybe he was already in a mansion with his feet up nice when he was down in LSU. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, there it is, Jamar Chase. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're spending a, a little extra time looking at some film and things like that. I can't imagine there's not a little bit of extra studying on this. Yeah, but, I mean, they won the national championship, and, a, I mean, so maybe, they, maybe they're the hardcore preppers down there. LSU, Ogeron's got them, got them ready, but... Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and um, 
we'll be jumping over to Joe's podium in a little bit and get a get a couple questions and answers from him. So, what are you guys looking forward to this week? With the game? Yeah, with the game. Um, man, I want I just want the stars to star. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to see I want to see big points. Um, I want to see people chasing receivers because there's a lot of good receivers in this game. We're not giving enough. We haven't given any credit to the Rams yet here on the show yet this morning. So um, we can't forget they got pretty good uh, weapons as well. Cooper Cup, possible, you know, option for our MVP, offensive yeah. player of the year. Um, we've seen um, o- OBJ kind of emerge. Reemerge. To become that player that a lot of people were hoping he could be uh, yeah. right now. Um, he's not being a problem. He's just doing it, doing his job. Um, Stafford getting his chance here, you know. So the Bengals got to watch out because they can put some points up too. Yeah. Rams, they, got, Rams can do that. They can put can points up. And their defense is – pretty 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 good so i mean it's it's no slouching matter yeah we've focused a lot on the Bengals this morning but that was because the Bengals woke up this morning they're in an earlier time zone so they had their uh press conference earlier um don't know if i'm going to be able to snag any info or any sound bits or jump into the Rams um, into the Rams virtual meetings tonight because I will be working but maybe Jamie will jump in there if he's uh, free and we'll try to we'll try to set something up but yeah the Raven or <laughs> the Ravens wishful thinking huh the wishful wishful thinking right there Ravens, yeah, the Ravens didn't even make that big chart behind Jamie. <laughs> if you noticed that, the Steelers are on there. The Bengals are on there, but not the Ravens. But the Rams, I mean, they're such a high-powered offense, defense, a well-built team. And that's what I'm excited for this week is um, we're leading up to a Super Bowl where we've seen some of the best playoff games that we've I mean yeah we we tend to be um we 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 think about what's just in our face but I mean these games this playoff run there have been some good ones and I mean we're sitting here and I'm looking at this like, man, this may be one of the best Super Bowls that we've ever gotten ready for. I know we had two good teams there last year. We always have two good teams there. But the both these teams have a pretty solid defense, and both of them can put up like 46 points on you. I mean, it's going to be a – this is a heavyweight fight. If there's ever been a Super Bowl of a heavyweight fight and the underdog, 
um, moniker, nickname that they've been putting on the Bengals. I think the Bengals enjoy being called the underdog. But I don't see it that much. I don't. I mean, I guess if you have to pick one of the teams as an underdog, like, I guess the Bengals, because at the beginning of this season, we were like, well, Jamar Chase can't catch the ball. Joe Burrow's coming back from an injury. And the Rams got Stafford, and they look like they're going to win the Super Bowl. Rams stack up on defense and offense after that, and now they are there. I mean, a lot of people predicted them to be there. Only three people predicted the Bengals to be here um, two months ago. Me, Jamie, and Jeff. (laughs) For anybody that's just listening on radio, I, I gave out a big smile because we 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 picked them. We picked a bunch of people, though, so, I mean, I don't know if it really counts. So, you, you throw darts around the, you throw blindfolded darts long enough in a room, and you're bound to hit the dartboard once. Just make sure nobody else is in that room with you, or else you might hit them. And that's not fun getting hit by a dart. Yeah, um, you never know. Sometimes you get that lucky scratcher. <laughs> yeah, that lucky scratcher. Speaking of scratchers and Super Bowl squares, everybody playing Super Bowl squares out there, good luck to you. We got, I know, they're they're popping up everywhere. I mean, they got digital apps that you could play Super Bowl squares. FanDuel has a cool Super Bowl bingo board out if anybody's ever played FanDuel in the past they have a bingo board out that as things are happening in the um in the Super Bowl you got your bingo board and you kind of the things get clicked off you get bingo then they probably let you play a free fantasy game or something like that. I'm not sure what the bingo reward is. Uh, $100,000 in prizes. So uh, get you a little cheddar playing Super Bowl bingo. But that's what it's about. That's what it's about. The big game this week. Food, football, Bengals versus Rams. Stick with us while we take a short break for station identification. Hey, welcome back. Welcome. Oh, Jamie's guys flag up behind them. The New York Yankees flag. And we should be about seven days to P's and C's. But... Has anybody heard anything else? Have they had a meeting yet today to say, this is ridiculous. We have got to play baseball. Yeah, no, I don't think there's been anything. Yeah, I haven't heard any MLB news, and it's getting scary. Um, 
I'm trying yeah, to. I'm I'm pulling. Seem like I've heard any news about any progress, or I, I think they've had a couple of meetings that were pretty insignificant. Yeah, it's Man. getting weird. Yeah, I just um, Max Scherzer, he's the executive subcommittee member for the MLBPA. He took to Twitter um, probably, I think, about 18 hours ago. He said, we don't need mediation because what we are offering to MLB is fair for both sides. He also said, we want a system where threshold and penalties don't function as caps, allows younger players to realize more of their market value, makes service time manipulation a thing of the past and eliminates tanking as a winning strategy so yeah they're not um they're not anywhere close to getting something done it looks like to me and um they're going to meet again this week sometime. It doesn't say when, but there's there's no nothing nothing happy is happening for the MLB right now. So, you might even want to just take that flag down, Jamie. You were going to get That's well, I I was putting it up there so that we had this talk. I don't know what else to talk about now. The, no, we just needed board. to talk about that. Yeah. That was all. So, Joe Burrow. That wasn't a, a great game for us. I think, if anything, we learned that we didn't, we can't turn the ball over the way we had been. And, you know, we've been the best team in the league the last six or seven weeks of not turning the ball over and turnover margins. So, I think that's really, you know, the one thing that has kind of turned us around. Thank you. Neil Reynolds, Sky Sports. So, I mean, they're changing. They're changing how they're doing everything, and I mean, they're not turning the ball over, not making mistakes like they were when they were younger. There's the team kind of grown in confidence as you've gone through this playoff run, pulling off all these close wins. You know, I've kind of always been a confident player. You know, more so now than I probably ever have been before. I bet. Um, because I feel like I've proven to myself that I can yeah. play at a high level really at this one yet. at this level of football. <laughs> um, you know, at, at Ohio State, I was still confident, but not as confident as maybe I had been in the past. And we'll, we'll, he didn't have Jamar Chase. You know, I wasn't playing, and you know, those are times where you really learn a lot about you know, yourself as a player and a person, and keeping confidence high in those situations is is tough and you know, I think as a quarterback it's really important to exude that confidence not only in yourself but in all of your teammates and I think you know the quarterback sets the tone for the culture in the locker room and you know I try to be that kind of player in person for for everybody here thank you good luck so it seems like Joe Burrow saying everybody yeah. should be the quarterback of their own life and exude that confidence because it it all starts there. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, I guess that that could be the deeper message there. Yeah. 
I mean, LSU means everything to me. They gave me the opportunity to put myself in, in this position to be talking to everybody today. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had that opportunity if, if I didn't go down there and, you know, work really hard for, for what I got. And, you know, the fans really embraced me as one of their own. And, you know, I tried to do the best I could when I was there representing LSU and Louisiana and, and uh, So now, do you think Matt Stafford gives any credit to the Detroit Lions on his his progression as a quarterback like Joe Burrow gives to LSU? Or does Matt Stafford kind of just want to forget those Detroit years? And he's like, I learned a bunch of stuff in Georgia. Detroit tried to ruin it. And now I'm back to uh, I'm on the Rams and I'm I'm using it again (laughs) yeah um this is absolutely the biggest game for him right (laughs) um this is where his his career is going to get defined to me who stafford yeah yeah you know that there's doubters in the fact that you know, because never been able to get any uh, that team, any Detroit team, anywhere into the playoffs. Um, it, now he's got a, a good team, and he. Sh- this is his, this is where he needs to shine. Yeah, you know, we just we we can't forget they got a lot of talent offensively, and Matt, and Matt Stafford is one of those talented guys. He can throw it as good as anybody in the league. They got two good running backs too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Cam Akers back in the mix. Yeah, that's that's dangerous and that's helpful for Stafford. Um, let me just throw out a a random question: If Matt Stafford wins the Super Bowl, does that make him a Hall of Fame quarterback? Now it'll be in the talks. I'm, he's still got some years left to put numbers up that might get him there. Yeah, for sure. But this will put him in the mix of time. Anytime a quarterback wins the Super Bowl, they they'll eventually get into the talks of that. Um, it's not like he's had an awful career for being in Detroit. He's he's put up good numbers many years. He's always had at least one good receiver there to throw it to. Um, man, could you imagine how good this team would be with Robert Woods? Oof. I thought you were about to say with uh, Calvin Johnson. No, no. I mean, just even Robert Woods. It would it'd be pretty mean offensively. And they're still good. Yeah. Him. But, yeah. I, I don't know if this puts him into Hall of Fame, but it, get, it gets him into the talks a little bit. Yeah. You know, a mention <clears throat> here or there. Yeah. it's Maybe, it's... Get, maybe get to the Super Bowl another time or two in the next three, four years. Um, or get close, you know. Add those numbers. He'll 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 get more talk, you know, in another five years. Okay, yeah. How? What? That's, that's what I think. Okay, okay. But but, but I do agree with you that this is an extremely important game for him to to play and to win. I mean, Joe Burrow's here. I mean, the Super Bowl is so weird. 
this could potentially be the only time Joe Burrow gets there, but he's so young in his career and they look so good that it's hard to believe that, but we've seen it happen over and over again. Like I was telling you, Jamie, uh, once, once Cincinnati has to start paying people, everything could potentially go straight down the drain because they've been one of the stingiest teams throughout their NFL history. So once it's time to pay people, they're lucky that that's probably not too soon. The only person I'm, I meant to look it up before we came on on air was how much longer uh, Joe Mixon's contract is. But like Jamie was telling me yesterday, I mean, running backs now, even if Joe Mixon's um, contract isn't about to be up, I mean, running backs, they may be almost at the end of his road and ready to draft another young running back to plug in there, plug and play to see how how that all works out. But, I mean, Stafford, they this is the second time the Rams have been to the Super Bowl in, what, uh, is it three? Three years? Yeah, I think something like that. They and that's that's an amazing feat, but I mean, if they if Stafford doesn't win it this time, are they going to be able to get back to the Super Bowl? I mean, another talented team, but getting to the Super Bowl is a tough feat. So I mean, there there's so many questions. I still have, and I'm just I'm so antsy to get to Sunday, so we can actually see uh, how everything works out. I'm gonna be glued to my TV, so I know that. <laughs> but I want to make sure that everybody listening that you are listening to WRUU, and this is the Bring It In Show. You could give us a call at 912-712-5077. Hopefully one of the other radio station DJs has not unplugged the phone again. Because that happens sometimes, unfortunately. Not everybody likes to take phone calls during their shows like us. But look us up on Twitter, Instagram, at The Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. And everything like that. So it's... Super Bowl week. I was just gonna. I wanted to ask everybody on the Bengals the exact same question, see if anybody gave me different um, answers. But I, like I said, I probably shouldn't have jumped in Joe Burrow's um, room because I'm sure he had the most packed room. But gotta shoot for the stars. Jamie's here. Jamie's there. Jamie is everywhere. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, man, we're ready. We talked about it a little bit. I'm super pumped. I'm ready for the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't know if I said this, but I think this is going to be... This is a Super Bowl 
halftime show finally for our generation. I feel like it's going to be the best halftime show that has ever happened. And I'm not talking about the choreography, the dancing, which I'm sure there's going to be a good amount of that kind of thing too. But just the the music, I feel like we're finally at a Super Bowl that's got music that I'm going to really like um, all across the board. So I'm pumped for that. I'm going to have to uh, load up, get the table close to the TV. So it's not going to be like a normal Super Bowl where halftime show starts. Everybody runs into the into the living room and I'm running into the kitchen to load up on food. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be glued to the TV for about six hours at least on Super Bowl Sunday. What do you guys set your over under for for how long you're gonna be in front of the TV on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, it'll probably depend on how much food I got going on. Well, I'm sure you're gonna have a TV right next to your grill too, so that's yeah. They'll be in multiple locations. Yeah. Under two and a half, over five and a half. <laughs> Make it a big spread. Yeah, that's it. Sounds like a big food spread, too. Yeah. <laughs> let's see Most how. Likely. Yeah, let's see how Joe's doing. Yo, how's it going today, man? Good, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm just. Hey, Joe, I really appreciate your time. Thank you Buddy, so stay much. Here. I'll uh, be back. Kind of piggybacking off what you just said, can you speak to the culture that both you and Zach Taylor have kind of created with this Cincinnati Bengals team and what has led you from, you know, 2-14 and 14 to where you're currently at? Yeah, I think, you know, one, the organization did a great job of, you know, bringing in free agents. Bringing in. Been obviously great for us on the field, but even better for us in the locker room and doing the same thing through the draft. And I think... You know, that's where it starts. And then as quarterback, you know, your job is to be an extension of coaching staff in the locker room. And so, you know, whatever Zach says to the team, your job is to amplify it throughout the rest of the, the locker room. And, you know, I'm not the only one that's doing that. We have, you know, great leaders in that locker room to kind of permeate that culture throughout the entire building. And really, you know, that's rare a rare thing um not i haven't been in a lot of places that have that and i think that's really what breeds championships is you know me being able to sit down with you know i feel comfortable sitting down with anybody in the locker room at lunch and having a 10-minute conversation with them and you know it's really rare that you know everybody feels comfortable doing that Yeah, everybody feels comfortable. This is the Bring It In Show. We're bringing you exclusive interviews as the Bengals prepare to jump on the jet, which they're probably on right now. This this was a pre-recorded interview this morning. Bengals on the jet heading to L.A. She's one of the best slot guys in the league. He really understands what we're trying to do on each play, and he's always where I expect him to be. Um, and he never drops a ball. And so he's a guy that I can rely on in critical moments to 
go and make plays for me. And, you know, he's a great locker room guy as well, just like I was talking about. So you know, he's a very invaluable part of, you know, what we're building. Mac Brown. Yeah, man, they're, they're ready. They're going to be talking to the media more than, and that's the thing. I don't know if Jamar Chase realizes how much media attention he's going to get. In when he was preparing for LSU and stuff, he wasn't getting questions by the Bring It In show that were stumping him. And what doesn't? And you know, I've started, you know, my, the reps are accumulating, and so I'm feeling more and more comfortable out there against different defenses and. You know what what defensive look is going to take away the the play that we have and get into a play that might work um and my relationship with brian is is great just like it is with all of our our offensive coaches and you know i really feel comfortable expressing my opinion on certain plays and you know i really appreciated that they take my opinion into account when formulating the game plan and you know it's worked out for us in terms of music and motivation, who do you listen to before you Oh, talk? we know. This guy hasn't been reading the news at all. Everybody knows. Joe, what do you listen to? Grant James. Kid Cuddy. That's all he listens to before games. Hey, Joe, thanks for your time. So, That's right. That's right. Yeah. Not necessarily a win or a big play, what have you, where you just kind of got the inkling that maybe this team had this kind of special – uh, run. In oh, them. I mean, maybe we're going to talk about this. We're talking about this. We're really talking about this. Joe, please don't talk about this. I think when we went into Baltimore and won the way that we did early in the year, I think we knew that we could be a really good team. You know, early in the early in the year, we weren't super consistent. We had you know big wins and bad losses, and you know as a young team, sometimes you're going to go through that, but. You know, we came out the other side, and we've been playing our best football when it mattered most. Which team do you think has the most pressure, the one who has very visibly gone all in on the trade market and gets to play really close to home, or the one who is uh, sort of looking to uh, shock everybody and look like have some fun along the way? <clears throat> you know, I'm not really not really thinking about that. You know, the pressure's on everybody. It's Super Bowl. You know, we're both looking, on, looking to go out there and get the victory. It's going to be hard fun. Thanks for having fun with it. Yeah, it's awesome. I just got I got a comment. Our buddy uh, Deloach commenting on my Savannah Falcons hat. Everybody watching, watch out! The Savannah Falcons are coming. They're coming. They they're so good. They should be. We should be interviewing them today like this. And say I'm not playing for the Bengals. Whatever there was, there was some of that never do that did you ever think of we'll it get, they'll get their chance yeah they're, they're gearing up their season starts at the end of this month february 26 up in hardyville against the effingham outlaws it's gonna be an awesome game or anything like that the falcons are ready ready to uh be in the position that i was in make a statement being the potential number one pick that was exciting for me i would Never throw that opportunity away. Thanks, Joe. Good luck. Ben Shulman. All right. All right. We we are rolling up into the end of this. Uh, I'm going to have to let Joe go for 
the rest of the show because we're rolling up into the end of this show. We got about eight minutes left, and I don't want to get caught listening to Joe tell us how confident and how how awesome he is. But they're going to go. They're going to be getting ready, and um, it's it's real now. I mean, they only got a couple days. They're going to be so busy with the media that it's definitely going to, by the end of this week, they're going to feel like this was the weirdest, most difficult, uh, the the most difficult um, game they've prepared, prepared for because of all the media that's coming out of nowhere and that's that's just a whole change like they got media but i don't know what coronavirus has done yet but normally on media day on wednesday they let all the clowns of the media in and when i say clowns i'm not being mean to anybody in in media I I call them clowns because if you look up media day for the NFL for the Super Bowl, you're going to see people dressing in costumes to ask these players questions. That's why I call them clowns because I guarantee at least one person will be dressed up like a clown. Now, maybe because COVID, um, it won't get to that that point but i'm not sure because everybody who's got their media availability there will be uh they have their first second and their booster shot is required i believe to be part of the um the los los angeles super bowl media stuff so but as we're rolling to the end, I mean, let's let's make some predictions real quick. Get on live on air predictions. We have the Rams are a four and a half point favorite. I can I can see that. And um, like I said, I didn't really feel like there's much of a underdog, but they're playing Rams home game. That gives the Rams a three-point advantage normally. So truthfully, if it was at a neutral field, it's on, it looks like it's only like a one-point game. So Rams still favored by a little bit, but... What's surprising to me, but they know their stuff, is the over-under is set at 48.5 when I feel like both of these teams can put up 48 points themselves. Now, the Rams yeah. haven't scored that much in the past uh, five games, and neither have the Bengals, but they're still putting up 20 to 30 points each so i mean i've i feel that's tough not to feel like i want the over on this because and maybe it's that that i want the over i want to see 
Cooper Cup with two touchdowns and Jamar Chase with two touchdowns. <laughs> I want to see like missiles being launched across that field. I'm I'm just that's what um yeah I don't I don't like seeing that that number as the over under because it makes me feel like it's they're predicting more of a defensive game. Yeah. Or, or the potential for a lopsided win. Yeah. That, that's where it has me thinking. Yeah, I. But I can see a cover on both sides. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a scary that's a scary over under because I mean the Georgia Alabama game had a lot of defense, and it still ended up being fifty one. Yeah. Total points. So, I mean, so, I'd, I'd, I'd want to see it over. I mean, yeah, I definitely want to see the over. <laughs> I'm going to be hoping on the over. And, man, Super Bowl week. The bowl. I'm so ready for Super Bowl week. And, you know, we can't leave out, we can't leave out most the, the attendance that, that the Super Bowl will get. Uh, based just on the uh, Super Bowl ads. Oh, yeah. It's always a, another fun part of the Sunday, fun day Super Bowl game. Yeah. I mean, everybody's going to be... All right, hey, they've been showing a clip of Peyton Manning getting ready for Super Bowl ads. So, it's all... <laughs> I am uh, not surprised. I'm bringing some things up right now. Like, uh, producer Dave sent sent to us uh, this week talking about, I believe this came from the LA Times. They wrote, and we're talking about the average ticket price for this Super Bowl. Now, we got, yeah, we got... Um, $10,000 being an average ticket price. Now, you want to get down, you could buy, like, an entire um, field-level Dodgers season ticket, I think, for that, for that, or somewhere close to it. Um, the upper deck, you're going to be paying about $5,000 for a ticket. We got, you want to go to the 50-yard line? $36,000. You're buying a new truck right there. So you're going to add your service charge, 18% to StubHub. I mean, we're talking about, we're going four seats. The bringing in shows trying to go to the Super Bowl. We got four seats, $46,000 each brings us to $234 service charge fee of 48 and then a fulfillment fee of $8. So we're cashing in some cha-ching and right there, I'm, I'm doing it again. So I just want to make sure you guys enjoy this and thank you for listening to WRUU 107.5 the bringing in show Super Bowl week